Hi guys, well welcome again to another episode of the Hadi Health Podcast. Today we have Chelsea Mansfield, Chick Bro is what we like to call her. She's a great friend of ours. She's also very good friends with Joan Lindy, with, uh, which was the episode that we uh, shot last week and it's fantastic. She moved to Austin recently. She's quickly become part of our community and so we talked a little bit about that we titled this uh, episode friendship with your body because that's what it's all about it's about learning what your body is trying to tell you uh, we got into hormones we got into taking basically your health into your own hands we talked about uh, anything subjects regarding women's health and, and just being able to learn about like vibrational energy and any type of other types of uh, medicine and energies that are very healing to us and how they're coming into the forefront and how they're making an impact in our everyday lives specifically how they've made an impact in her life as well too so i'm excited for you guys to listen to this uh, as always this episode <clears throat> is um, sponsored by msw nutrition check out the supplements uh, you'll notice that chick bro goes into a nice little uh, uh, you know, almost like a sales feels at the beginning just because she's such a fan of the MSW Nutrition product. So make sure to uh, check out the website, use a code HDYH or How Do You Health to get 10% off. And other than that, uh, let's get to it. All right, guys, well, welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. We are here with Chelsea. AKA Chick Bro. Chick Bro. We all call you that. And uh, I love that you love it. I love it. Right? Like, uh, some people call me Tex Mex Yogi. And it's really. Your Instagram handle. Yeah. It's really rare. Uh, well, because people know that my name is Baldo, and I guess that's easier. That's one syllable, right? Yeah. As opposed to like. Baldo is such a good name, too. Or but two like, syllables. Yeah. Tex Mex Yogi is like. That's so awesome. That's such a good Instagram handle, too. Yeah, I just, I forgot what it was. I was actually hanging out. Today's John's son's birthday, which is why he couldn't join us today. But um, I was hanging out with his son, and uh, he said something about, like, you're from Texas, and, like, you do a lot of yoga. I was like, yeah, I'm a Tex-Mex yogi, and then that's kind of how. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should probably change my Instagram. And so good. There. Yeah, it's perfect for Austin, too. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into this. Before we do that, let's uh, let's let's drop some, some bliss. bliss. Yeah. Yes, this I specifically did not take my bliss today because I figured you would want to. Yeah, and so this is our awesome serotonin dopamine booster that uh, we've created uh, under the. Well, why can't I get that? Will you thank under you. the MSW Nutrition brand because uh, actually part of the story with this one is that I used to battle with like sadness slash depression and we were trying to figure out something from a biochemical standpoint that could um help with that Mm -hmm. because you know taking some meds that are designed to you know ssris are designed to block certain pathways (laughs) i just have to go with the mouth um (laughs) and uh uh but they don't make more serotonin which is Mm. part of the thing that's that the brain is trying to uptake at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is our eyes work that way where they, they block the receptors that uptake them so that we have more of a chance to reuptake them mm. and do something with it. But that still means that you should be making serotonin to then be able to do that. Mm-hmm. 
and if you don't then well you don't and i mean it still works better than nothing right but uh in our case is that we wanted to create something that helps you with serotonin and dopamine it's cool because it also yeah. helps with knee joints and also helps with sleep yeah it's helped me too i john recommended me to take it for um just helping my brain understand like the cravings and of course like i mean you probably understand a lot more of the science than i do but yeah in terms of like my mind understanding whether i was hungry or just yeah whatever like craving something um i would i would have like up and down crashes of like i need salt i need sugar and all these things and it's really helped my mind like kind of equal out um so again you could probably explain this better but like since i've started taking it i mean a i feel amazing after i take it um but b i my brain can actually like better tell me like hey you're just hungry like you're not actually craving anything specific like feed your body because you need the fuel yeah so yeah. it's been amazing. Well, it's really interesting because uh, when it comes to cravings and all that, I do a lot of fasting. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I was doing some coaching on fasting. And I was like, oh, you just drink water? And I was like, yeah, yeah, for like three to five to six days or whatever. But yeah. um, what you really notice out of the fast is how many times you eat just out of habit. Right. And not because you're actually hungry. Because right. the hunger parts, even on a longer fast... You feel hunger and it's like five, ten minutes and then it goes away Yeah. before you know that that is. But if it lasts longer, uh, two things. Well, first of all, if it lasts longer than 30 minutes, then I'm just like, just stop. Like, it's not. Like, if you're that hungry, just stop. Right. But uh, salt. Yeah. Um, is I just lick some salt and usually. That's smart. Yeah. And it's because it's an electrolyte, right? right? And so, and hormones are like an electrical signal. And when your salts are off balance then there's a miscommunication. So you add some electrolytes and all of a sudden the communication improves. There it is. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm not actually really hungry. I'm just, it's just something else. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is fantastic to to know about too. And so, so many people like will talk about like low sodium diets and whatnot. And of course you don't want to have like way, way too much sodium in your in your system, right? But like, I think that's a perfect argument to argue against like, like yeah, sodium's good for you. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, it is. It, it's yeah. there's chan there's sodium channels, and technically, whenever you're contracting and and uh, extending muscles, there's there's sodium, um, there's sodium. Well, there's electrolytes being transferred in certain ways, yeah. in order to make that possible. And it's actually more work um, to extend a muscle mm. than to contract. Interesting. Did you know that? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> I know. Right? That's uh, why I come uh, in here. Yeah. Like, That's why I come here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. It's a really interesting idea. There's a book co- that we, that we, uh, and I, I always recommend books, but there's one called mitochondria. I forgot what it's called actually. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's a mitochondria book and it's called mitochondria and the future of medicine. Mm. And it's really about like targeting your mitochondria and it goes into all those channels and all that. And that's part of what I learned. And, um, and then that that's kind of also, and not that salt would be the solution to it, but it yeah. kind of heart attacks is that is like the mm-hmm. idea that it can't open up more because there's not enough being transferred there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I just started taking the mitochondriact, by the way. Yeah. Like, I think it's maybe been like a couple of weeks. That stuff is awesome. I don't, it makes me feel like I'm limitless. Like, I feel like I could like run through cars and things like that. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really interesting because uh, that was, that's, that's one of my favorites as well, yeah. too. And, and we, I was taking it at night actually, and I felt like, I don't know if, and maybe you could tell me why, but I felt like at night it kind of would keep me up a little bit. Oh, like definitely. I had more energy. Yeah. So I started taking it like right 
like with lunch or or after breakfast. Well, definitely. Uh, yeah. So Nad, uh, you you can feel Nad. I was gonna say yeah. Uh, I don't understand. I still don't understand why. I don't know if John knows exactly the reason why either, because I don't I don't know if it really matters. But for some reason, when you take Nad as a pill or whatever, yeah. it just breaks down and doesn't do anything. Mm. Um, or at least in our experience, and right. uh, I I know that they keep trying different things, and there's newer supplements coming out all the day, and we haven't tried all of them, but right. but the ones that we have tried and the experience that we've had heard from other people on just Nad as a supplement is that it breaks down and you don't feel the same thing. Obviously, you're not gonna feel the same thing because that's right. a bag, but but I know that it has something to do with the breakdown of consuming nad mm. but res- resveratrol the methylated resveratrol that we have in our in, in the mitochondria yeah. as well as because there's that and there's quercetin and there's i forgot what else and there's uh terrell still being um they uh they help you produce more nad mm. and so that's uh, but it's all a mitochondrial thing that's happening and there's a lot of energy being transferred so yeah you get a lot of yeah i, f- I feel like i mean in my brain i'm like my mitochondria are like doubling or something like i don't know i feel like you know i'm like yeah well just ready to go like you wouldn't get a nat iv right before you go to bed yeah right no doesn't make any sense now what's interesting about it is that when i get an an iv i uh yeah i get all this energy i can go for a run but even if i don't go for a run after a little while i do work out quite a bit anyways but yeah um like let's say 30 45 minutes after an iv i get really sleepy interesting but that's probably because my body starting wanting to go into rest so he can yeah, repair right which is um part of what's so interesting yeah okay well i'm super glad that i'm taking it not at night anymore because yeah it was like i think it was like a week and i was like i am like so awake at night and i haven't like my you know i've been doing so well like with zen and all this like i feel like my circadian rhythm is is, is better these days and like i was getting really good sleep and then all of a sudden i wasn't and i was like the only thing i've changed is taking mitochondria and i was like okay let me take it earlier yeah and see what happens and um yeah it's been it's been fantastic so this just turned into a complete <laughs> <laughs> commercial on all our supplements so if you're listening you should go to msw nutrition use the code hd yh which how do you health uh and get uh 15 percent off yeah just turn uh, into a whole thing but like i mean i'm yeah. down to i mean everything you guys do has changed my life so, so yeah. and what we were talking about is that she which is we're going to get into your health yeah. story yeah. is that you came into because you've seen so many different doctors i guess and, mm-hmm. and yeah so so yeah it was back home um you know started experiencing weird just like random health things that like I had never experienced before, like getting allergies, like seasonal allergies, which doesn't really have much to do with whatever. But I was like, okay, weird, right? Like I never had anything like that growing up. Um, this was probably when I was like 23, 24. Um, and I had just felt like I was in like a fog all of a sudden. Like I was like, I don't understand why I feel just so blah. And that's literally the only way that I could describe it was like, I just feel blah. Like I don't feel great. Like I did, you know, a couple years ago, like what all of a sudden is going on. And, um, I mean, post-college you probably like, I feel like this happens to a lot of people, like a lot of people drink and party a lot and blah, blah, blah. And that was like the most I'd ever like drank and partied. So for sure that had something to do with it. Right. But yeah, and the stress that, like, oh, now it's real life. Oh, my God. So, well, yeah, that, too. <laughs> like, I had stress going into college, um, and then I had stress coming out of college, and I was, like, I, I knew I didn't want to be, like, the big corporate girl, right? Like, I I wanted to work for a smaller place and whatever. Anyway, so I just didn't feel like I was, like, I just wasn't, I was different from, like, a lot of people that I went to college with. You know, they all got 
recruited out of Cal Poly San Luis Obispo to go work in San Francisco and work in tech companies and kind of sell their souls a little bit, right? And mm-hmm. I just, like, saw that bullshit and was like, no, absolutely not, like, not for me. And so I got super nervous surrounding, like, okay, well, I don't have a job lined up, so, like, am I going to be successful? And I was super nervous about that. Um, and so I think the stress definitely played a part of, of all things combined. And um, so, yeah, anyways, going back to that, like, blah feeling, I had started, you know, diving back into fitness um, stuff and, and my health journey and trying to figure things out and Googling things and, you know, why why do I feel so blah? Like, what's going on? And um, the main thing I could the, that the internet was telling me, right, was, like, hypothyroidism. And my mom has that. And my, my grandmother on her side had had it as well. And so I was like, what the hell? Like, already? Like, I'm only 24, 25. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, is, is stuff changing for me? Like, what's happening all of a sudden? And so I went to my gynecologist. And I was like, hey, you know, what's up with, like, I don't feel great. Like, what's up with this? Like, could it potentially be my birth control too, right? Because I had been on birth control since I was maybe, like, 14 or 15, I think. And so that was already, like, 10 years down the road. And, um... She was like, no, it can't be birth control. Like, no, not <laughs> at all. She was like, let's get your T3 and T4 tested um, and see what's going on with potentially your, your thyroid. And I don't, I can't remember if they actually tested cortisol or not. I, I remember like specifically T3 and T4. Yeah. Um, and I remember going to get it drawn and whatnot. And I was like, yes, I'm going to get some answers. Like I, I kind of like was hoping that something was wrong so that I could feel like there was a, a problem to solve. Right. And I would feel. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you know the problem, then it's like, sweet, I can. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Then then we're, we're good. Right. But I was like, all of a sudden I just, yeah, I just wasn't feeling good. So anyways, um, she gets the results back. You know, everything looks fine. Yadi-da, la like, gone with your life. You know, we didn't talk about anything beyond that. Um, a couple years later, I had gone back to her, and I was like, I don't want to be on birth control anymore. Like, tell me what's up with this copper IUD situation, this uh, non-hormonal thing, you know? Because I was like, I think that could be a part of it. But I want to be on something, but, like, I, I don't know, whatever. I didn't know about, like, cycle syncing and all these things that are, like, popular and stuff now, right? And uh, nobody had ever, like, educated me on, like, anything as far as, like, women's health. So I went in to talk to her about it. And, um, you know, she was, like, basically she had a lot of, like, bad feelings about the copper IUD. And and she was, like, no. And she's, like, I would recommend you going on one of the smaller ones, which is a low-dose, you know, hormonal um, little plastic IUD that goes in, in your uterus or whatever. And she was, like, try this out and see if you like it and whatever. If not, then we'll take it out, you know. But she was, like, I have been on it for off and on for like the past 10 years through having kids and stuff and she's like I've never had any problems so she highly recommended it and like you know I always thought of I like highly respected her and so I was like yeah okay like but she's a doctor she's a doctor too (laughs) yeah yeah and she just had a really good reputation back home I mean she still does she's an amazing doctor and like you know she's delivered a million cute little babies and like I, I really enjoy her but she didn't really take the time to educate me about any of the stuff even though I was going in there with questions and like I it, w- it was intimidating too you know what I mean because if you're being told all that then it's like all right I don't feel like I have the confidence to like keep asking the questions um even though I still am not feeling great and like I knew I tried all the birth control types too like growing up like I tried the pill I tried the depo shot if you remember when that was a thing like I had tried all the things um and I always felt the best when I wasn't on anything but it's like I didn't want to potentially get pregnant right because it's like huge fear for for women yeah and so of course like with a lack of education just whatever it all spirals out of control and um so yeah basically like 
I tried it and I was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll see what happens and, and really enjoyed it. But it's like, I still never got out of the fog. And so I actually got my first IUD right before I moved here. So, um, yeah, I think it was like fall of 2017. So I had just gotten a new one before I came in to see you guys. Um, and like, it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before where like my face started to break out like crazy, like right around my chin. And I just felt all over the place. And I was like, man, my hormones must be like crazy out of whack. Right. And they're like trying to figure out what the hell is going on with my body. And, um, once that kind of like leveled out a little bit again, I was, I was just like, God, the fog is almost like worse at this point. Like it's, it's to the point where like, it's annoying. And, you know, also like I was having problems like losing weight and stuff too. And I was just like, what, like there has to be something going on in internally because like I've tried everything. Like I've erased everything that I've done. I've gone back to square one. I'm looking at quality of water. I'm looking at quality of food, quality of sleep. I've changed my mindset on, you know, what type of workouts I'm doing because growing up, like, especially after sports, like, you know, I liked like the high intensity workouts and stuff. Like I wanted to completely exhaust myself. Like I love that. I love that feeling. And, um, so I tried to like reset my mindset on that and I still am. It's, I still want to like be that competitive person. And so there's days where like, I'm like, let me just do like one AMRAP or something, you know, like, let me just play a little bit. Um, but yeah, I have to fight against that every day. And so I started doing all that, slowing down, whatever. My stress has been lowered because we're actually, you know, working from home and, and I work really well from home and, you know, I can sleep in a little bit later. I'm not commuting to work. All these things kind of started to add up. And I was like, all right, I feel better, but I still don't feel a hundred percent. Um, like some of my friends do, you know, and I want to feel a hundred percent. Like, why am I not feeling a hundred percent? And so that's when I started talking to Maddie and Savannah and they were like, and uh, so many other girls too, that were like, you know, the missing key for me was getting off of birth control. And like, that's like the best thing I've ever done for my life and X, Y, Z. So, um, that's when I started to really consider it. And then Savannah was like, you should go talk to John at MSW lounge. And honestly, you can do a full blood panel. He'll tell you exactly what's going on in your body. And I was like, what like that is cool like yeah. how, was you can do time. that <laughs> yeah i yeah. was like that's the first time i've ever heard of that um which that should be like way more widely known and like i hope eventually this reaches like a million people because like <laughs> yeah. universal healthcare for me in the future looks like everyone gets one of those like, well every, the thing about it year. is that it's not like anyone can any doctor can order it right so they just don't for and is it in your experience too that they don't necessarily know how to like read it totally part of so man so man like it's just it's one of those things that like i, I mentioned this to cj earlier uh yeah. and uh, who's actually one of our business partners for this um it's just that it's like uh so even if they do know and and perhaps a lot of them do know Let's just go to the assumption that they all know. Right. Let's just uh, let's just take that assumption. Yeah. It, it uh, well, they're still human and they still have you know um, priorities, which is you know could be family and mm-hmm. and and, and, th- and they also have debts. Right. Uh, especially school debts, and uh, yeah. which means that they have to earn money somehow. Which means that uh, uh, a lot of times they rely on 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 a, on a system that doesn't really work. Uh, right. And I'm referring to the uh, insurance system. Yep. Which is which dictates how a lot of doctors have to practice because or else they won't the insurance won't cover right. what they did, um, and, and and so that's a big part of it, and that's right. the part that's the part as you know in in our three arms of uh, the different businesses that we have, 
that's the part that drives me because it's the part that I understand. And uh, but even with like uh, you know you can get cash prices on on, on labs and they're not cheap. And right. and then it's, it's really interesting because like I'll talk to some of the labs. Um, and, and we are partnered with one and it's just a lot of work to actually make it live, but, but, right. uh, but uh, thankfully we partnered up with one and, um, cause my question has always been, but if I order more, more of these tests, why can't I get a better price? Mm. Cause that's supply and demand. Like mm -hmm. that's just how the world works, you know, unless there's no supply, but there's plenty of supply, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, and, and so then I don't understand like, and, and, um, how I can't get a better price so that I can offer that price to my clients, to my, you know, to, to people that are want to want to know these things. Right. A and that just never made any sense to me. It was like, I don't understand how, like, if I'm ordering, like, if I started as a small business and I was ordering five labs a, a week and you're giving me a certain price, I get it. But if I'm now ordering a hundred labs a week, like, why couldn't I get a price cut on that? Yeah, yeah. Right, like That's interesting. Right, and so, um, <laughs> right, like it just it, it just, just makes sense. So like, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, like why doesn't it work like everything else in the world? Like it yeah. should. Um, it is one of those industries, right? That like it's it almost seems like untouchable, and it's like why? Yeah, and so there's there's a strategy around that, but right. we're not gonna say it now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but it it is it is kind of a passion of mine, and it's mm -hmm. a long play, but it's a it's a play indeed. Yeah. And um, what was I gonna say? Uh, but but yeah, going back to yeah, them reading. So like, we can assume that they all know how to. So they, read. but then they're they're almost uh, you know handcuffed. strapped, like right. they're handcuffed to like doing it this way because they need a they need insurance to pay for those visits. Right. Uh, so that way they can you know pay their bills. And that's how society is functioning. Yeah, like it's hard to convince people otherwise. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so uh, and now of course now a lot of them actually don't know because that would require them continuous that continuous education mm. and, and and even then that is a thing they do uh, doctors nurses they have to have continued education mm -hmm. but there's approved ones for that mm -hmm. right and so they take those and so like for example like john and even our nurses they take those but like they pass them and they get their credits but then they're also still doing more education on their Sorry, own yeah. on the latest research on like this and like that and glutathione and like this and like right. and, and it, it's a continuous i mean i do it and i don't even have to because that's not my world i don't i don't prescribe things to people i don't coach people right. like i just do it because i like because because i do it for me right yeah, right you want to know you in the same way that you know. did it for yourself yeah. and then you're like well that doesn't make any do sense day. yeah um but the one thing that you mentioned earlier was that that uh, the idea that they're like, oh, no, you're good. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of the that's conversation. Yeah. And w uh, we've always practiced like education first. Mm -hmm. Right. Ev you know, because it's your decision. It's your body. So I have to educate you to want to make the decision that I want you to make exactly. to help your health. Um, I don't want to tell you. I want you to tell me, like, yeah, that's what we're going with. Yeah. A and and then it's easier, right? Because it's so much easier. Mm -hmm. Because then you know what the next step is already after that, and I don't have to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, what's the saying where it's like you, you teach the man to fish and, like, he'll feed himself for a lifetime? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt walking in here, too. Because, like, I mean, the, scientif the science part of, like, everything that John is like told me about as far as like my blood panel and how it showed up like a lot of that's over my head right but like I understand like the the basic parts I need to understand and um I thought it was just so fantastic because not only was he like you know 
I understand how you're feeling. Like, if that's a real feeling, the bleh feeling. Like, yeah. you know, he laughed when I did that. And he was like, what's bleh? Like, tell me more. Yeah. But he got it. I mean, he immediately looked at me and he wasn't even like, we have to figure this out. He was like, I, I know exactly what's going on with you, you know, type of thing. Or I have an idea. Um, and he was like, you've been on birth control for 15 years of your life. Like, that in itself, you know, will will it'll do something right and it just depends on like the level and like let's actually like you know see what the blood says so that we can actually pinpoint exactly what's going on and so i think that's the best part and that's i think something that like everyone like should and like absolutely like needs to have access to because i mean it's just so crazy like if you think about it in terms of like our bodies are cars and i think this this is always such a good analogy or whatever but um like you know, you take your car to get serviced and you know exactly what's going on with your car. You know all the ins and outs. But it's like, we don't know what's going on inside of our body at all. And like, that kind of blows my mind. Like, now that I've seen this and like been educated, I'm like, why doesn't anybody like wonder? We all just are out there in the world doing our thing. Yeah. And it's like, pff, probably like over 75% of people don't know what's going on in their body. I would say that's a pretty accurate number. Yeah. yeah. Like, so many people out there just, like, going through life, like, whatever. And it's like, you don't you don't wonder what's going on inside your body? Like, that's a perfect place to start. Um, and that that's really the part that, like, changed my life. And when he, like, showed me everything that, you know, he had ordered and we talked through it all, I was like, wow. Like, this makes total sense. Like, this makes absolute sense as to how I'm feeling, too. Yeah. You know? And it's all just, f- I mean, using that same car analogy, it's all just fuel, right? Yeah. And so, like... Um, you know, I, there's there's people that are like, well, I only eat for because it's just fuel, and it's like, okay, I mm-hmm. get it, but you're not, you're also not just enjoying your food if you're doing it that way. But there's that's also part of life to enjoy yeah. the food and all that you stuff. Gotta have but, the balance. But from that same thing is like, look, you should still get your fuel, and then on top of that, if there's room, go have that extra whatever it is that you like to have, you yeah. know, pizza or whatever, you know, ice cream, ice cream whatever. Yeah, but make sure that the <laughs> fuel that your body needs to run is there first, Absolutely. and then the rest of it is just cherry on top yeah exactly it's like yeah (laughs) 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 yeah it's like rebuild like again it was like a huge part of me rebuilding everything but yeah essentially like and i'm happy to share like what it looked like too so john was like i've never actually seen someone's like hormones look like this before like he thought it was super interesting but my uh my i was concerned like okay I've, i've been on birth control this whole time and i was like what does that look like like is there actual damage you know like am I gonna have fertility problems in the future like I'm just about to turn 30 in July so like I want to have a family and have kids and all that stuff and so I was just kind of interested like okay like what what really has gone on all these years you know and um so when my hormones came back my e1 and my e2 were equal um so e1 is the bad yeah bad estrogen right and then e2 is the good one mm-hmm. and so I thought that was interesting because it should have been like the e1 should have been a little bit lower right and or yeah higher and then the e2 should have been a little bit lower if I were to actually have like fertility problems potentially mm-hmm. or something of that yep. nature right um so that's yeah a, that's pretty yeah <laughs> right like that's that's a very accurate description when you can see that yeah yeah right exactly and so like that's how i remember it too i remember him very specifically being like you're okay like you don't need to freak out tomorrow and like go and get your id out iud out or, or anything like that so um yeah i thought that was interesting and um i kind of like thinking more about it i'm like okay that's probably the case because a you know it's not like normal it's not a pill or anything like that. It's a lower dose of hormones. Um, plus I like 
all the healthy things that I've been doing has probably helped my body a little bit, but it's just gotten me to like that baseline to where I'm like not in a lot of trouble. Right. Um, but then like insert like some of the supplements that you guys have, like I already, like my body has responded amazingly. Like finally everything's clicking. Like I, I feel like I can trust my brain and like not have these crazy cravings. And I know like the food I'm eating is more for fuel and I know my liver is functioning better and I know my gut's functioning better. And, you know, the thing about the adrenal glands too, like I had never heard of that to where he was like, you know, if you've been an athlete and you've done all these high intensity workouts your whole entire life, like you're just, you haven't serviced your car going back to that. Cause it literally is the yeah. perfect amount. <laughs> but we yeah, gotta change the brakes. Yeah, exactly. And so I just had never like really like focused on and your adrenals are kind of like your brakes because they they it's they they regulate cortisol and insulin and those things are you know cortisol is your fight or flight and 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 i could tell that like all that was off too and like that's kind of what it showed up as yeah and you want smooth running brakes not like yeah yeah for sure and i had always felt like kind of like puffy or swollen or like bloated you know and and i feel like since i've been uh, taking some of these supplements like I just immediately my body was like ah like yeah. you feel better now and so it's going to be interesting so I st- I um John was like you know I'll give you the time and space to kind of like think about whether or not you want to get the IUD out like you know I I know especially like after this one um for sure it's gonna be my last time on birth control um like I'm very like gung-ho about that but I had just gotten this inserted so I was like well you know it was, it was free <laughs> yeah. and like whatever like it's already in there like let's let's ride yeah. this baby out but um, you're also preparing for that right, right. Like that's, exactly yeah preparing we also for run into quite a few people that come in here and they're like well i found out all this all this out and i stopped my birth <laughs> control or i got my thing out so now i need your help and it's like whoa that's a, that's a huge change there for um, sure your body's like <laughs> so it's you're, you're doing it the right way mm-hmm. right because you're preparing that and maybe you start you know whatever that's more of like you and john's decision on how you're going to take that yeah. and how you're going to taper off and, and are you going to you know all that whatever yeah um mm-hmm. But uh, what what's interesting though is that it, hormones are just communication. Right. It's all it is, right? And so, birth control and all that stuff. It's it's uh, if anything, it it would disrupts the communication, right. right? And so, if your body naturally wants to tell you something, communicate something with you, but you're suppressing it. If you're trying to tell me something, I was like, stop! Like I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> like no, this is I'm not gonna listen to you. We're not gonna build a very good relationship. Right. Right. And so. It's the same thing. How what kind of relationship do you have with your body if you're continuously telling like no, I'm not going to listen to you. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. There's not going to be a very good relationship there, right? And so that causes inflammation, blah blah blah. That makes so much sense, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so and, and so then it's like but now if you've had a bad relationship communication issue with your body for years, it's also not just like oh look we're gonna be friends now right exactly yeah it's <laughs> time yeah yeah so because your body's like i don't know if i can trust that right yeah. like you've been fucking just telling me to shut the fuck up for like 10 years now right. and so it's trying to survive right yeah, yeah so you gotta also prove to your body is mm-hmm. like hey i'm ready to be friends i've have changed my mindset i have been doing things differently yeah. like please trust me so that i can now we can communicate with each other yeah. properly without having all this extra stuff disrupting perfect us. way to describe it because that's exactly how it feels like it feels like finally my body and my mind are talking to each other it's so crazy exactly like, I can literally physically because that. that's what hormones are they're just yeah. they're literally <laughs> communication pathways right like yeah. <laughs> wow yeah mm. uh and it's as simple as that like it like it's just like oh so that means that you know i don't get pregnant it's like no that's that there's a lot of uh, communication being yeah. there. Like, you know so um 
and, and it's funny because I just started with a new uh, coach myself, and, uh, and I feel like I'm pretty good at communication. I mean, I'm great at sales, so. Um, <laughs> you got the gift of the gab. <laughs> but it's funny because we did a, our two-hour, like, uh, first initial session, and and then he's like, we need to improve your communication. And I was like, okay. Like, that, I mean, I'm not going to fight that because you yeah. said you're the coach, and he's a hypnotherapist and also Ooh, cool. uh, an NLP coach and all that stuff, and and he's my new coach for the next six, at least for the next six months, and I'm really excited cool. to be working with him. Yeah. He was on a podcast recently as well, and so, um, so I was like, I'm, who am I to question now, right? Yeah. Like, that's, and so... And then I said, well, it's all growth, so I'm I'm all for it. So yeah, you might as well try it. And I mean, yeah. even if it's not working out for you, you can go back around the other way. Yeah. So, yeah, you might yeah. as well try. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing I c- that can happen is I become a better communicator. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's actually interesting. I'm, I actually just started working with a health coach, too, and this is, like, the first time that I've had, like, the – energy in like all ways shapes and forms to like really dive into that um and it was interesting I was telling him kind of about this this health journey and stuff and I was like I just feel so good you know and that's the other thing I want to mention like um so I haven't gotten my IUD out yet we're gonna see six months what my hormones and stuff look like and I'm really interested just from like a scientific point of view to like see how well the supplements and like what I'm doing are are working and see where my hormones lie and then from there we'll decide kind of like what go or like I'll decide what's going on yeah that's the right way to do it yeah such a cool thing too to see like the physical proof of like what's going on um but yeah anyway so I you know I've had all this new energy because I'm feeling so good, my mind and my body talking to each other, like, it's been so great, and um, I felt, like, a little bit restless, almost, to where I was, like, I'm not, there's not enough stimulating me, like, I'm, like, way up here on this, like, vibration, like, I'm, you know, got this high vibe now, and uh, not like I didn't before, but now it's, like, way, way, like, I'm leveled (laughs) up, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like Feel like a superhuman, yeah. That's badass. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but it's, like, now what, you know? And Wait, what was the, what, what, you were you were an athlete back uh, in college. Yeah, um, so not in college, unfortunately, but I played volleyball. I played everything growing up, um, but tennis and volleyball were my. Oh really? Yeah. I'm a tennis player. Are you? We yeah. should go play. I've been yeah, trying to get sure. back in. Yeah, I'm a tennis. I played college tennis, and oh, so cool. that was a lot of fun for for many, many, many years. Yes, uh, such a great sport. It's a fantastic such a good sport. sport. Yeah. I wish I would have known the things I know now about health. Yes. Because <laughs> 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 man, I used to. Uh, the reason I was good is because I just did not stop. Like yeah. it was all day every day Dang. you know and I'm, I have such respect for that too because so when I was younger I actually switched to volleyball because I couldn't live in my own head that much it was like it's so terrifying to me and oh I man I used to throw enough. rackets that's cuss how at, I was cuss at the net like yep. man it was it's like hit balls super hard yeah. yeah that's how I was I just couldn't that's so respect for you for running towards that because I was like I gotta be around people so that I don't act this way. <laughs> like, this oh, I know. Wild. God, man, that was a, th- that sport is really interesting and it's yeah. hard. It's I remember hard. one coach told me it was like you gotta be the fastest guy. It was like like in tennis and just like no, like I've ever. It was like, but I'm not. And she's like, just trust me. I disagree with that <laughs> because I think you can be smarter strategy sure, wise. Yeah. You can proactively think where the next shot is gonna go. Oh, definitely. There's there. a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, being fast is great, but like, yeah, yeah. If you're a proactive thinker, like you're gonna be, you're gonna be great at tennis. Well, I, mean, I feel well. I don't know if I can be as good, but I feel like I play easier now. Like yeah. I get more done easier yeah. in the in a tennis match now than I than I used to before. 
It's probably uh, a lot of things like just efficiency, maturity, all the things. Yeah, not Smarter. cussing at the fucking at the <laughs> yeah. ball for no damn reason. The EQ, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's a huge part of it, like the emotional intelligence part, right? And so that's like I've I've always kind of done that for myself. Like I've always been like a big journaler. Like that's how I work out my shit. But um, yeah, seeing a health coach for the first time, he he does like a little bit of therapy and stuff too. So he's like, well, you have everything else figured out. He's like, you're doing great in your career. You you think you're gonna start this business too on the side. And, um, you know, you, you, your health is good. Like, you have all this new energy. He's like, let's dive into the hard stuff and, like, really get into your emotional, like, intelligence. So I don't know if it's been like that for you, but, like, that's really what I'm heading towards with, like, my new found energy. That's what's next for me. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's it been? So for for me, it's been uh, um, the, the constant uh, battle has – well, I don't even know if I want to say constant. Because, like, <laughs> it hasn't been a focus, but now yeah. there's a focus of like a like a romantic relationship and mm. and uh, and then my beliefs mm. of what they were before. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how we be. That's actually how I found this coach. It's, he just manifested. Yeah. Um, you start talking about it and it just appears. Well, it's really <laughs> everyone knows someone. I was I was standing <laughs> at the at a booth and and he just sat there to tie his shoes and he's like you're really loud i was like i, I didn't say anything and uh um, Shut up. and he was just uh, he at that point he and then and then he just like dissected me and then i was like what, what? so then actually like 10 minutes 15 minutes later or so um i had my gear with him so we jumped on a podcast and it's we're about to release it in a week or two. Oh my and god, I can't wait. Yeah, dude, that is that is like the wow. Where did you find this person? It, it's at a festival that we were like. That's so cool. Yeah. Like those are the type of people. Like that's the kind of frequency I want to be on, where I can just look at someone. Like I'm already kind of that way, to where I can feel like what what your vibe is. But like just to like be like, ah, you're really loud. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, no. Well, the thing is that he was very accurate in all the things, and I was like, well, I never knew about that, but yeah, yeah that makes complete wow. sense. Um, and then, um, yeah, so that, that, and then what happened is that he, I, I gave him a ride because we were like in Dripping Springs, which is about an hour south of Austin. And, uh, I, I drove him, I gave him a road, a ride back into yeah. town and, uh, well, he's from, oh, San Diego. He's based out of San Diego. Oh, uh, that's cool. and, uh, and, and he's like, is it cool if I take a couple calls? Like, well, I was like, hell yeah. So I, I got to experience him coaching this like high level CEO, yeah somewhere and, and like basically this his client was in a meeting with the rest of the board yeah. and he had him in his ear or whatever and, uh, and he was coaching him through some That's stuff tight. and i was like that was some big decisions being made there and yeah. like he had some influence in that and, there were, and it was pinpoint and it was nothing like tell him this it was more like this is how you can think through that cool uh, and uh and i was like oh that's really interesting. Yeah. So my so my health coach is actually through my company that I work for, the search firm. Um, he's really cool. He's his name is Mike Foster. I think he yeah, he has Instagram and stuff too, but he's like been on Oprah and whatever. He's kind of a big wig. But um he got brought on by my boss who has a ten year old son who was going through some anxiety stuff, um, uh, through COVID. Um and she was like, Man, if if my kid who's ten years old is feeling this, you know, um, my she was probably like, I wonder how or she was literally like i wonder how everyone at work is feeling so she brought him on um so he's super cool he definitely knows what he's talking about which is nice but um uh she anyways at the firm i think yeah this is kind of lost my train of thought there that's fine <laughs> so your coach yeah but um dang it was something about was helping work. your firm or is helping your firm yeah 
And he's a badass. He is a badass. But something else about... <laughs> oh, no. So the side of the business that I w- eventually want to be on is kind of similar to what that um, what your coach kind of does. Where he... So we have a side of the business that's like... Basically, we, we search for the um, uh, executives to build out these leadership firms. But the other side of our business is called um, leadership advisory. And um, what we do is, is really like assess people. So we'll assess like the entire leadership team... Um, understand their personality traits, all those things, and then find like the best per- person to fill in the slot that's missing, or nice. like change things up. Yeah, so it's super strategic, um, and that's really where like that's like the side of the business that I'm really interested in that I essentially want to move over to eventually. Um, but and the guy who runs that is actually super sports minded too. He's a an ex um, hockey player, and so he kind of like weaves that in with everything. Um, but he. <laughs> Yeah, it's super, I mean, I think it's, like, such a perfect, like, combination, you know, but he was, like, um, yeah, I also on the side kind of do, like, executive coaching, Um, and he was, like, it's really cool to be involved with all these super high-performing people and, like, help them be even better, because they have problems, too. Well, we all We all have problems, yeah, Yeah. but I think that's Well, it's funny, because he, uh, my coach was mentioning something about, like, what's crazy, because these people are, like, they're running... 10 20 30 million dollar companies and they want they want yeah. my help to get them to 100 million or to or from 100 million to get to a, to a billion yeah and, and usually the biggest issue is that they're running these freaking incredible companies but then they go home and they're like hey can you please clean your room and their kids are like fuck you <laughs> right and then <laughs> and then they're like what you know and they just don't know how to deal with that because yeah. they're used to like just business mode eight, 18 16 18 hours running company and shit gets done the way they ask and it works yep. and it fucking like there's no questions asked ev- there's tons of respect and like whatever and your kid's just like whatever yep. i don't give a fuck about what you say yeah <laughs> right? it's absolutely like, it's, it's <laughs> so crazy but yeah it's, it's and a then real so then thing. it's a communication thing right mm-hmm. and so that's that's where that came and what's crazy about it is that you're talking about leadership winging in, into leadership now yeah uh there there is definitely a thing where i've always rejected leadership mm. uh and, and like someone who's like above you no 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 oh. no like or like me being, being a leader, being a leader yeah. more than the sense. Of, and, and then I gave him an example. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I remember a time in, in, in high school yeah. where like I was, I was like the top player. Um, and, and I had a coach come into, I had my coach come to my house to talk to me after me and my mom and she was crying. And, uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. because like she was trying to get me to, to be like, Hey, you gotta be a better example because everybody looks up to you mm-hmm. and like, you work so hard and like, I love everything you do, but like, you can't act that way on the court. Like, yeah. like people, like whatever, like it doesn't work for people. And I was like, well, I never asked them to, to look up to me. You know, like, I don't, I don't, it's not my fault they want to look up to me. Like, they sh- they can fucking hit as many serves as I do before and after, and they'll be just as good. Just tell right. them that, right? Yeah. So you just like, naturally no, have the influence, though. Yeah. So, and so then that's the part. It's like, well, you can't just strive for success and not expect people to look up to you. Right. And, and you got to accept the responsibility mm-hmm. or just, or, or become a badass in the dark and don't tell anyone about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I I honestly deal with a lot of the same stuff because I like naturally just have influence over people too like and and it's like a huge responsibility and like there's days where I'm like I don't want to like I, I I managed a team at one point and I was like this is absolutely not for me like I cannot 
it's just not for me. So I've definitely like been fighting against it myself. And but I think it's like you can kind of create it to how you want it to be and how it works for you. Sure. Right. And like you're probably like happier being a leader here, right? Because this makes sense for you. Well, there's also the connect. I was like, well, there's plenty of times that I that I, well, there's pl- been plenty of times where like I can tell that they're like looking for leadership, like even mm-hmm. our team, and I'm just like, well go talk to john because he's like the the lead or at least that's that's how i would deflect it mm-hmm. like well he's the real leader like i'm doing my own thing and and, and kind of deflecting that resp- now there's a lot more that i'm not going to share uh, behind that but but i was like oh i'm starting to make those ties and 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 it's like but that's not really the person i want to be mm-hmm. and it's and it's and i never saw that being being part of the person i want or, or being or not being a part of the person i actually really want to be which is a responsible, you know, I guess good leader in this yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but leadership is an, is an incredible thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you guys, you're in a business that that's what you do. Yeah, literally, like building building these like high performing, you know, executive teams to drastically change the software space. I mean, and, like tech is everywhere, right? So it's like we work in a very niche market but it's like so big at the same time so it's been overwhelming for me to kind of like learn and understand but um yeah it's it's wild and like there's parts of me too where I'm like I don't totally agree with like tech taking over the world I love tech and like what it's doing and and you know how it makes things more efficient but I don't think every company is doing it for the right reasons right sure and I think there's there's you know whatever moral dilemmas with that but at the same time like I still like gonna keep happening and and i might as well like be a good impact on that and um like being a recruiter it's so interesting because like i was actually gonna go into sales too that was kind of like i had had like a little taste of the recruiting world i never ever thought i was gonna grow up and do that um so i was like well you know kind of like that but like sales would be dope like i have the gift of the gab like i'm super good at creating networks and building relationships like sales wouldn't be hard for me as long as it's a company that i believe in you know and um so i was potentially going to go and do that until I got this opportunity that was like I was approached for this yeah um but I love it like wholeheartedly I think recruiting like makes such good sense for me and like just you know I kind of have that sales mind but I'm not actually selling anybody anything I'm just like making sure I'm getting them the right opportunity and right culture fit and everything but yeah there's so much that goes in behind it and so it's absolutely like fascinating to me but so it's like I enjoy getting these people these opportunities and like you know could potentially change someone's life like their family's life like yeah. you know there is the money incentive um and like most of them at this point most of the people i'm talking to they are such like high level people that they're like you know at this point in my life it's not about money it's more about the right culture fit and something that's fun for me and like you know it has to be it has to fit into balance and and i want to live my life as well as like helping a company right so i think that's pretty cool it's been really nice to hear that and like hear the change of of how people are talking about their lives um but truly what fascinates me is like wanting to dive into that psychology part and like helping these people function because that's more of just like my passion right like like you asked me earlier like do you want to be a coach and like if I was ever like a coach it wouldn't be in the fitness way like if when I have kids and stuff I you know would be happy to kind of like coach them or whatever in sports like as little little kids but um yeah in terms of like coaching it would be more of like that leadership advisory or like helping people in that sense because I have much more of a passion like a care for that and I think it's kind of like a natural superpower and something I'm interested in um and I think it 
that that's really the way a lot of business businesses will keep going right like everyone wants to know how they're functioning what what's their personalities and we're just going to all kind of fit together in these like beautiful puzzles and so i think you know the frequency and and uh what's going to happen is going to be a lot more high vibe um and so i think that's fascinating and like learning all that leadership stuff will bleed into my life as well right like there's so many other places i could go and impact once I have like that better psychology foundation um, and, and like helping design these teams. Cause then I can go off and help more executives or yeah. whoever else too. Right. Like, I think that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great to have a badass leadership team coaching session. Right. <laughs> yeah, They have, they have full sessions too, where it's like, you know, especially like if they, they look at a team and they survey everyone and everyone's like, you know, our trust is super low and nobody trusts anybody on the team. Like you're, you're not collaborating then. Right. Like nobody's going to actually believe you that you're doing these things or whatever. And like, they're not going to get to where they want to be if there's no trust. Um, and so they go through like these boot camps and stuff and like helping people yeah. figure their, their shit out. And like, I definitely want to learn. So the firms that. that hire you guys, are you, uh, are you working with firms that are like, uh, making, uh, sudden growth? Or, yeah. or that are already at that level. And yeah, so it's like high growth, but it's specifically private equity um, backed software companies. So the private equity guys are the ones that are coming to us and they're like, hey, we need your help. That makes sense. So yeah. it's like we're about to expand this business and mm -hmm. we're going to need some true leadership here. Exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, you know how it is. Like they're giving money to these people, right? So it's like their way or the highway a little bit. So Yeah, in a <laughs> sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the reason why we haven't like ever taken outside investors yeah uh. it's super smart i mean and i think it depends on really what you want to do like a lot of these tech companies like yeah whatever they just want to scale and like be full functioning and like that's it you know um so i think like that's fine for them but it doesn't make sense for everybody and and there's a lot of people too that like especially when i hear about like a lot of our friends creating businesses and stuff like it's like definitely really think about it before you take somebody's money because once you take somebody's money you're answering to them um, yeah and that's you know m maybe not a lot of rules that you want to follow like and, and by the way if if you're listening to them that's connecting you there are different ways to get money without having them to be influential Absolutely. in that sense um i feel like if we were to ever take that type of money it would have to just be like hey i'm here to give you some money and you don't have to worry about anything like yep. i'm not going to change anything i literally just love what you guys are doing here's money to keep doing correct yep. um but but <laughs> Because we've have been offered uh, uh, some money and you know I've taken the the meetings and and I'm just like yeah no yeah uh, <laughs> that's good <laughs> and and so it's now it would if I if I was truly in for that like then I would be like okay that would be my constant search right of like okay no I'm gonna find the right money from the right person and that would be almost like a full time job to Absolutely. like to try to find the right money from the right person it's not gonna change this but then who's gonna be running this business exactly if, well and like if my life is trying to find this money right when well, i can just create the money if you're, right <laughs> slowly right. Well, exactly but much slower fine. but also if you're going and searching for that money it's not going to be the right person yeah. ever right like the people that you want to invest in you are the people that are naturally drawn to you that's Correct. much more authentic and they're not those are going to be the people who don't want to like give you rules and stuff so yeah i i mean it's going to be a lot slower a lot a lot of a, a longer journey but i think it's going to be a way better end result for sure. Well, and we and you get to build it the way you want. Yes. Right. Like take your time, do it the way you want, because I think that that's important. I mean, how can you make it creative if all of a sudden someone wants you to do it the way that it w that has been working? Exactly. Because then it's just profits, right? And so 
Yep. Um, so it's looking. It's it's literally like a game. It's I mean it's like the stock market, right? Like and you're then you can't lead an industry in that way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you guys are trying to be a catalyst in an industry. Like that's definitely not the way to do it. So yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, slower <laughs> the better, baby. I lo- everything you guys are doing is fantastic. So like, just don't stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- th- there's no rush. No. Right. Like we talk about time, and we were talking about time earlier. Yep. And you're like, oh, it just takes time, or like, or at least, or it takes a lot of. What were you we talking about? We said something about a lot of time and i was like or at least it's a lot of time in the way we perceive time oh my gosh yeah i don't know i don't remember (laughs) what it was but the perception of time yeah um yeah let's get into that real quick (laughs) let's do it uh the the, the linear and the non-linear timelines yeah um have you done any timeline therapy yet no well I actually, what's the definition of that? Like, maybe. I feel like I I have done things, but I don't always know the name of them, you know? (laughs) So, uh, again, like, the universe works in different, in in weird ways, right? And so, as I found my new coach, uh, there was still going to be a three or four week gap between uh, when I actually started coaching with him. And in between that gap, we were working some other event with uh, some friends of ours, Carl and, and Margo. I don't know if you know Margo. Mm-hmm. Um, Heimholtz and... and uh, Would love to meet them. Carl, yeah. <laughs> Carl Hines and, uh, and uh, their NLP coaches. And they had mm-hmm. invited me like two or three weeks prior to that or invited John and I to come and do IVs and do the drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe give a small talk on, on, uh, uh, on neuroscience while we were there. Dope. Uh, we're like, yeah, for sure. And then um, it just happened to be that went to the thing, met the coach. This is a different event. The next week, I was like at this event. So I ended up doing a three-week NLP training with them. Cool. Which was incredible. And one of the things that we did was timeline therapy. And there's there's this idea that uh, – um, or this tool um, that uh, whatever – and they picked several of us to go up and use as examples of how it gets done and tapped into a lot of different things. And um, – is the idea of like okay so like what's an emotion that you're having hard a hard time dealing with it and like tap into that emotion what is that right and so um it was kind of the idea and i might be butchering it a little bit because i need to study it a little bit more but i was like all right cool so take that emotion that that experience with maybe it's a maybe it's a conversation or or, or a feeling that you have towards whoever anger mm-hmm. whatever and then like kind of step above it real quick right and 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 then look at it from from the top yeah. right and there's like that emotion like um, um the question was uh, ask your subconscious if when was the first time you experienced that emotion when did you learn that emotion mm. right and and it was that idea that and then the question was was it like was it uh before birth meaning like mm-hmm. uh was In that something well no sure um or or also from a previous uh life from a previous life yeah uh or was it during birth or was it after birth right and so then that answer would come nice in a subconscious way and it's like oh no it's definitely like before birth or and then it's like man like so can you ask like where was it can you tap into that or like was it something that was a physical experience during birth kind of deal or Mm. when did it happen and if it was after birth and you know ask your subconscious you know at what age um and, and then three From or there, you know yeah. four or whatever um and, and and then that would come up and then it's like well can you tap into that experience yeah right and what was that and it w- doesn't have to be like because i remember i did it and i was like i don't remember what that experience was but i do remember feeling that emotion and i guess that age was six years old yeah uh and and, uh, and then it's kind of like okay so then 
uh, let's let that go mm. and the idea is that you unlearn that experience back then and it kind of undoes that experience all the way through interesting yeah and then and then there's the idea that uh that and i'm gonna i'm gonna blow your mind a little bit here <laughs> there's that idea right. that like if you're younger then you have a lot less to undo with that emotion right um but what's really crazy is that when my coach was saying about like you're really loud kind of deal yeah uh, there's one thing that i said after that to him and I, um and, and i was like well, if, I'm, well i'm glad that you that you can tell that because i i could not tell you what i was thinking because i was like I, I was obviously in it but i don't right. i couldn't like i have no idea what i was thinking he's like he's like so loud you couldn't hear well he said well that's because it was a trauma from whenever you were like two years old or so before you knew words wow. and i was like what like, <laughs> how do you know this yeah sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know and so that's and, and, so, and cool. so then that's like okay well that makes sense that like if you're trying to think about something and you don't have words for it it's very possible that you're trying about trying to think about something that you didn't have words for. Interesting, right? Wow. And yeah. Uh, and so, and so then they're like, "Okay, that makes like, what's up? You know, what's, yeah. who are you? You know, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, we need to talk more. Yeah, I don't know. Th- so I haven't done that like formally. I feel like yeah. I've tried to do that a little bit informally myself, but um, kind of along the same lines. So what I was going through with my coach, um, he was asking me, or he was also telling me about like what is your primal question? And I don't know if you've heard of this before, mm-hmm. but essentially it's like a question that you have lived with throughout your entire life. And like, it's basically like at your core, like what everything is kind of surrounded by. I actually have two. So my first one is, am I secure? And my second one is, am I su- um, successful? And so both of those questions, like any way that I show up in a situation, I'm always constantly thinking about those, not conscious, like very unconsciously, sure. right? Like it's just literally ingrained in my, in my body, in my, whatever, my language. And um, I thought that was so interesting um, because it, it does, it comes directly from childhood, right? Like yeah. both of these questions um, and they show up in every facet, and everything that I do. And um, I think it's just one of those things, like once you start understanding that you can turn them from questions into statements so you can you can start saying like I am secure or I am successful and like start defining that and so I think it's kind of along the same lines but I do like what you're talking about with like does a certain feeling come from before you were even born because I definitely think that's a thing like Joe Lindley and I like one of our friends we we joke that um we have this connection like this friendship that like we feel like we've just been surfers in the ocean <laughs> shooting the shit for years. Like, it's so weird, like, the, our level of friendship. And, like, I've never experienced it with anyone else. And he, like, that that description is, like, what we both came up with. Where we're, like, why do we feel like this is so accurate? Yeah. And we're, like, maybe that was us, like, in, you know. In maybe, a previous life. Yeah, maybe in the 60s we were old and, like, <laughs> hanging out, you know, whatever, watching the sunset, just shooting the shit and here we are now kind of doing the same thing right like we're not on surfboards right the second but like yeah yeah so i wholeheartedly believe in that and it sounds like you do too yeah well i'm ge- getting i mean i immediately ordered books on like uh, previous life stuff and, yes. and like I was, well because that wasn't what my experience was but i was like i'm really interested in that because uh, yeah. uh i've never really um i don't want to say believed in like a pre- in a past life experience the thing is like i don't the way that i see it's all we're all energy and so right. energy only ever gets transferred it doesn't get lost um so i could totally see how i could have been another person at a different point but i don't think that it's mandatory it right. def- or or that it must be I, it could have easily been a rock right. um, you know? <laughs> um, i for sure at least was a dolphin like 
maybe that's Joe and I were animal. both. Oh my god, they're literally the best. I mean, mine's a unicorn. Like, I would, uh, mine's mine's actually a mixture we came up with. It's a unicorn and a mermaid. Yeah. Well, there's 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 actually some psychedelics you can do to actually know <laughs> what, oh, cool. uh, what what your what your spirit animal. What the is. real spirit? Well, yeah. okay, yeah, I just like made that up myself. Yeah. But like, sure. yeah, it's all combined. It's all comes back from the ocean because I mean, I'm a little like yeah. ocean baby, but yeah. Yeah, what, what uh, is your, I don't know, I'm going to ask you this question and I have no idea what it, what it is, but what's <laughs> yeah. your, what's, what's your, what's sign? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I know mine and yeah. it's a cancer, but. I'm a cancer. Nice. Okay, yes. well, perfect. Yeah. But I don't know similar. what it means. Like, it mean, I mean, I know what ours is, so I'm glad that you're cancer too, because if you said something else, if it was like Gemini, I would totally understand, but I only know like Gemini is in cancers. Um, but cancers, we're just like super kind of emotional. <laughs> We just feel a lot. Like, we're just feely and, like, watery. I don't – that's the best way to put it. Um, See, and that still means nothing to me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just emotional, I guess. Right, I like, don't know. Yeah. But it's, like, that's kind of just being a human. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, because that would be my thing. So, does that mean that the other people aren't emotional? Right. You know, right yeah. I mean, I think – yeah. I don't even know. Whatever. It's so funny. Aaron would totally be like, oh, I, I understand you guys now. But the reason I sure. know about Geminis is because all of my best guy friends are Geminis. And I think it's interesting because, like – I show up as this, like, caring, loving person, and, like, that's how, like, basically Geminis just, like, want to feel, like, loved and, like, have loyalty in people and, like, feel safe, um, and so, like, literally, like, Gemini guys just, like, gravitate towards me, and they're like, I need you. That's so, funny. Yeah, that's the only reason. Is that May? Uh, yeah. It's yeah, interesting. I have a lot of friends that are May. Yeah, are literally. Exactly. See, like, they probably, like, flock to you because you're safe. You're their safe zone. Um, yeah, because Joe... Joe Lindley and I think Noah Heisman too. They're like one day apart. They're both Gemini guys and That's they're like funny. two of my good guy friends. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? <laughs> July seventh. Oh no, I'm the fifteenth. Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> Love it. Cancers for life. <laughs> I know. My other buddy is also. I don't. Know, he's July third. Mm. Um, we have a lot of a lot of July July people here. That's cool. Yeah. But I guess we have a lot of everything. It's a big community in Austin, so. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good, stuff. <laughs> uh, good chat. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, where can they find you? What, what, uh, what, what do you else do you have going on? Yeah, that's a good question. I would love to talk about that. So yeah, um, I'm mostly on Instagram right now at chickbro dot chelsea. Um, that's my I don't want to call it like my alter ego. That's who I am at my core. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not my personal Instagram, but yeah, it's who I am. I I like to you know describe myself as like the I'm the the bridge to the gap that is like the business world and the fitness world like I'm just like both and I think there's space for both especially for women like I think it needs to be talked about more so I'm kind of that person um my like slogan or like tagline that we've all come up with is um soft but savage and it means like you know soft and empathetic and like you know whatever but um but savage like you can be a savage in business in in weights or whatever and kind of like giving girls confidence in that space so yeah yeah, that's that's my vibe um eventually find you at Squatch too yeah find me at squatch i'm literally always there. that's where so i'm actually um gonna be doing a deadlifting competition that's nice. my, my next thing yeah I'm, so i just started learning about barbell lifts and whatnot in like last october i've never done it in my like entire life it's always just been like bodyweight stuff or dumbbells yeah. or kettlebells or whatever and so i'm so excited about it i love it deadlifting is so badass to me so that's gonna be my next that's goal awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you'll see me doing that so please follow along on that journey if you're interested um and i will be doing that at squatch and um one of the coaches there Corey, is going to be helping me um so that'll be super fun that's awesome yeah and so i think that's a good thing too that's like going along with pairing or uh, with repairing my my hormones too because it's kind of like 
not such crazy high intensity, but it's still really fun. I still feel super savage. So it's like a good outlet for me. Um, and then post that, I want to do one of the High Rocks competitions too that everyone's been. I signed up for about. High Rocks and dude, they're this great. month. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be able to make it because oh. I'm gonna. I'm still training like, like I'm doing it because. Uh, good for you. Uh, because uh, well, I'm climbing and and uh, we pushed back one of my climbing Tight. trips. Um, and so I'm a big climber. I'm learning so much about you, I love yeah. that. That's and super so cool. And so it's still gonna help me to train that way because. Absolutely. Of, so today we went to well, let's shut it off here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't got this shit not gonna go.